Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host Calderness. This episode, we're going to be talking about our sealed picks and favorite figures from the Wonder Woman set. We're going to be talking about the Clicks Cup, an event by David Newark, uh, coming in Florida in July. And we're going to answer some community questions. This is episode 355. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com. You can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me, like always, is my. I almost said my own title, but that's very wrong. Yikes. Is the Dial H for Hero Clicks heavyweight champion, the Billion Clicks Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? Yeah, the frumpy farmhand, as most people know me. Um. <laughs> okay. Man, that Snyder cut, though, Calder, you really should have seen it. It's a thing of beauty. Uh, um, did you actually watch that? I'm, yeah, I'm 12 hours in. Uh, it just keeps going. Every time I start watching, it adds an hour. So at this point... Uh, Henry Cavill's like 80 years old because I just keep restarting it and then fast forwarding to the end and then going back and they're like another hour, another hour. And so, yeah, poor Henry Cavill is just, he's an old man by the time I'm at the end of the movie now. Yikes. Yikes. I'm... Let's just get right into what made us happy this week, then. Was was watching the Snyder Cut 12, 13 times. That what made you happy? Wasting away your life. Being like, <laughs> well, it is a better movie. It doesn't make it a good movie, okay? I, I don't Just because have, they uh, add an extra two hours of BS doesn't make it a good movie. It is on better HBO. than the original. No! Yeah. It's on HBO. It's on HBO okay. Max. Yeah, I don't, I don't have HBO. So I, I haven't sorry, guys. started it, I, but... Yeah. Uh, I've seen some of the memes, and I've heard that it's good, or at least, I mean, to be fair, anybody with a vision, and I've, I mean, this is like my opinion on any artistic form, whether it's directing a movie, writing a book, doing a comic book, don't mess with somebody's artistic vision. If they're good, and their artistic vision is good, then just like let that free uh, with the one exception being like George Lucas, his wife edited a bunch of the original Star Wars, and that's why they were superior to the prequels. But uh, let's not let's not get into the prequels here. Um, but yeah, um, just let people free with their artistic vision, and if it's terrible, then you don't hire that artist again. And if it's amazing, then like you know you were right to do so. Simple, simple. That's why they pay Simple me the big bucks. Simple as. Yeah. And guys, I am mostly joking, by the way. So don't don't already start with a, the message to me or something about the Snyder Cut. I haven't seen it either. I want to give it a fair shake. In fact, I'm really excited to watch it. Um, I will not be paying $15 for it. I've made <laughs> this abundantly clear. I paid for it three years ago, and it was awful. It was so bad. It was such a waste of time. I refused to pay for this trash movie again. However, I really want me and my brother to watch it. Because my brother never saw the original. 
but he's seen all the other DC, EU, whatever movies, the DC Cinematic Universe movies. So I'm curious to know, because in my mind, yeah, probably as long as they, spoiler for the Justice League, not the Snyder Cut, but normal Justice League, as long as they don't dig up Superman's grave, it's probably going to be a better movie. And they actually like refine some of the points. In my opinion, I still think it's bad that they fight Steppenwolf. I still think all of that is a mistake. I still think they, I, I think bringing back Superman is a mistake. I mean, I think it has fundamental mistakes that just ruin the movie, but I think it at least won't feel as rushed. But I want to know from someone who's never seen the movie before, if it is actually a genuinely good movie rather than just being better than it was before type of deal. So I am excited to see it just for that little interaction reason, well, it is, but I'm not it is holding out long, so. a lot of hope. That's the, that's the worst part is, if you can't make a good movie under a certain time limit, are you serious? Like, it's not just like it's, oh, it's Lord of the Rings or it's Endgame. It's a good movie and it takes a long time to tell a good story. But at one point in time, bro. Yeah, it's Deathly it's Howls. four hours part long. one and two or whatever. Yeah, like, geez, goodness gracious. Um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely not watching it all in one sitting. Um, I honestly wish they would have done the episode thing. But anyway, that's enough about the Snyder Cut. Let's talk about good content that was released this week and what made me happy. That's the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Holy freaking buddy. What a good show. What an amazing freaking start to the show. Uh, it hits. There were some bummer parts where it's like, can we please get out of the scene? I do not care about this scenario. Can we please, please move on? I do not care. There was a quite, and this is all spoiler free, by the way. Um, every week I'll try to do a review at the end of the show. Not going to happen this week. Simeon hasn't, uh, seen it yet. So we're not going to spoil any, we're not going to do a spoiler review this week, maybe hopefully next week at the very least. Um, and then, but anyways, they had, you know, certain characters were in it, certain, uh, scenarios happened, certain names were dropped, things that I really like am looking forward to. There are the only thing I will say that I don't care for about it is the fact that they are tackling all these awesome Captain America stories and Steve Rogers isn't in it. That's the only bad part. But you know what? We are living in the good timeline for as far as Marvel content goes. Like the fact that I am getting some of these storylines at all, that's all I care about, honestly. Like these are characters that I've wanted to see. And it sucks that, yeah, Steve Rogers isn't Captain America in it and that these storylines aren't based around Steve Rogers. I'm still okay with that because, man, we get to see X, Y, Z. I don't want to spoil it. But, yeah, we get to see so much cool stuff, and I can't wait to see where we go. It sucks. There's only six episodes, but they did a lot in episode one with 40-ish, 45 minutes. Hopefully, they can keep doing a lot throughout it and keep good pacing. That's all I'm going to say. Actually, one more thing. Chad Birdzall, do not message me. With a clear spoiler a day after. I, I, to be fair, I will be watching every episode as soon as I get done with work. Every single day. I will be straight to my house, watch the episode, go somewhere else. That will be my life for the next five weeks. But do not, and I repeat, do not private message somebody a spoiler. Give them, number one, all you have to do is say, hey, have you seen the latest episode? Yes, no? Then don't say anything. If it's yes, Go ahead and say your thing. If it's no, shut up. All right? It's that simple. It's that simple. This happened for WandaVision. Someone was like, you know, I don't want to spoil WandaVision, but it was blank, blank, all a blank, blank. And I was like, cool. Thanks for letting me know who the villain is. You know, awesome. Appreciate it. And then I watched the episode. 
And then she was like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I thought you'd seen it. I'm like, it was Saturday. It was a day after it happened. Are you serious? What happened to like when it's TV? You give someone, I don't know, four or five days a week. For me, if you watch a movie, you give everybody a month to go watch it. For a TV show, give them like a week. They DVR it or whatever. They got to watch it on the week. What Something. Don't send someone a message like I'm dodging spoilers left and right all day on Instagram and Facebook. And you're just going to send me a message. My friend, somebody I trust. You're just going to spoil it for me like that. Are you serious? Ah, disgusting. Anyways, that's my rant. It's over. It's over. Just don't spoil stuff, guys. Just ask. Ask. Anyways, uh, let's go ahead. Let's get into the show. Uh, let's just jump right into the news. Wonder Woman. We know almost every single figure in the Wonder Woman set. We're missing, like, I think a chase and maybe a super rare or two or something. None that matter. But yeah, we're just going to. It, it, it doesn't really matter. We're going to talk about the figures, uh, common, uncommon, rare, super rare, and chaser prime that we think are either good sealed picks or they're just characters that were previewed this last week that we want to talk about. So, Simeon, really quick, give me your common sealed pick for Wonder Woman. And we're going to try to keep this pretty quick because we have a lot to talk about this show. I mean, I think Matty G mentioned that the common Superman at 275 is just way too much to chew through in most sealed games and will probably like win based on time. Um, but my sealed pick is based off of we're uh, at least seven generics that we're getting in just the common slot. And that's pretty awesome. I, I always wanted like whiz kids and hero clicks to be uh, your commons and uncommons figures that you'd at least want multiples of. And for the most part, generics, so the generic that I went with that I really like from this set is number 008, the Minotaur. And I I kind of hate this sculpt. I kind of love it. But it's a Minotaur riding or wearing a trench coat. And the reason I don't care for it is this is not like a great D&D swap. So if it was just like a uh, a Minotaur in like jean shorts holding like fists like Captain America or whatever uh, that set had Minotaurs in it as well. It'd be a great like swap for D&D stuff, like just taking like the figure off the base. Um, this one's not a great swap for that. He's wearing a trench coat, which gives him like some backstory. But this is just like a real name, various Minotaur dude. Uh, he breaks through blocking when he moves through it, which is awesome. He's 20 points, which is great. So 20 points, breaks through blocking. He has charge, blades. He's got blades this whole dial. Uh, that's the only two powers that show up on his card. But he's a sidekick. So all those uh, captains and allies and everything we saw from Future Foundation can be applied to this guy as well. So you can have uh, Awesome Andy give him shape change. You can have Spider-Man give him super senses. You can have Jim Hammond give him mastermind. You can have all kinds of ridiculous stuff. Uh, Reed Richards gives him leadership. You can have tons of stuff for this 20 point figure, but even without that, just a 20 point swarm figure with charge blades, 10 attack, pretty solid. Not going to lie. It's a, 
It's a pretty good figure. Uh, he's got monster, warrior, animal, and brute keywords, so pretty easy to build a theme team. Or, uh, well, not theme team, but technically moving forward, it'll be like a, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is there a new word for it? A keyworded team? I don't know. It's just going to be a team. Like yeah. there's no, there's no longer a theme. I mean, it, it is a theme team. I don't know if named theme team is yeah. a thing anymore. But I guess there's named just theme, theme team, team is gone. So generic yeah. theme. I mean, yeah. Um, so it's still going to be a theme team. Yeah. And like, I mean, animals are pretty good keyword. No. Monsters are really I good absolutely keyword. agree with you though, Timmy. Yeah. Like, uh, for filler is great, but like, I don't know how much barrier is in this set, but still being able to open up holes. Like even if you just do like 10 square move action, destroy a bunch of blocking. Yeah, that's super awesome. Like for 20 points, that's great. After playing that's with really Molecule good. Man, who just creates a ridiculous amounts of barrier for 30 points, um, you're really going to mm-hmm. want figures like this that are like cheap and can get through barrier because mm. you're going to need to punch some holes in walls is what I'm saying. Absolutely. My uh, common pick is another sidekick. This is going to be the 002 Allied Soldier. Very simple dial. Uh, five range, running shot, enhancement, 10 attack, 2 damage. Mostly, like, I think cheap. Number one, this is the only way to get your damage up anymore nowadays. So there's no longer uh, perplexes, whatever. So it's in power or enhancement. There's a lot of really good ranged attackers in this set. There's also a ton of good close attackers. But this dude is a cheap enhancement piece. And so I think... If you pull them, I think it's almost worth breaking a theme. Maybe if you get, if you have like two of these, get lucky or whatever. But I, I mean, uh, pff, an enhancement and sealed is great, especially really cheap enhancement. Yeah, uh, he's a very tertiary style attacker, but obviously sidekick helps him out for all the same reasons Simeon said. So in sealed, four clicks isn't bad either for mastermind fodder. I just really enjoy this. And uh, as so Simeon, you're as un- far as we know. Um... As far as the rules currently say, uh, carrying no longer gives you a minus one, so there's no reason for your flyer with like running shot to not carry this guy constantly and get that plus one damage. And if that's all he does, that's, oh, that's worth 20 yeah. points and sealed for sure. Um, easily, easily. All right, my uncommon pick shouldn't be a, a huge surprise with my first pick. So this is... Number 027, Maxi Zeus. He's got that cool sculpt. He's a real pompous uh, fake Greek god. Possibly real. Who knows? I don't. Um, He's got sidestep his whole dial. Pen blast for his first three clicks. Barrier for his first three clicks. And then mastermind for his last two clicks. I wish he had mastermind top dial, but that's fine as well. Then his entire dial, he's got a special damage power. That is, and now, for my next challenge, it's a leadership when Maxi, Maxi Zeus uses it and succeeds, and you'll see this kind of power a lot in this set. You may instead generate a 008 Minotaur on click one, and as I just said, like that Minotaur is no slouch. 10 attack, blades with charge, 5 speed charge. Um, Maxi Zeus just being able to spit those guys out constantly for 45 points really solid um his keywords are arkham asylum gotham city gotham city underworld so all named keywords but yeah you're not breaking a theme team if you build with him and then spit out a minotaur uh but your minotaur won't be able to benefit from the theme team he does have uh seven range so it's he's not like 
it's not like he's not a decent attacker like the last Maxi Zeus we had was, um, where he kind of relied on his gargoyles. But this one not only can like you know shoot seven range with sidestep, uh, ten attack, psychic blast, so it's penetrating damage for the first couple clicks of his dial, but then he can send Minotaurs out and blades you, so he's pretty solid. Oh yeah, and I mean sidestep barrier seven range also really good and sealed. Um, I like him. I like him a lot. My original pick for uncommon was going to be Jason, but sadly, um, as much as I hate her, as much as I hate her, we're going to talk about Mary Shazam really quick. She is a fantastic sealed pick, guys. Um, she has a nine click long dial, which is dope. Not a ton of reducers, but still nine clicks long is amazing in this set. But the main reason you have her is she's a really cheap Alpha Strike style-ish figure if she can get the first hit off. So she is a 12-speed flurry, 11 attack, 3 damage and power top dial. Like I said, a bunch of close attackers, so having them power is dope. But the big thing is she has traded charge. So entire time she's got traded charge, which is great. When she uses it, this turn she has free, improved targeting, can shoot while based, basically. Uh, can shoot adjacent opposing characters. Uh, and she may make a ranged combat attack. That deals one penetrating damage instead of normal damage. So she can run up, flurry, you know, 11 attack, 3 damage, which is great. Hit you for 6, and then whatever, you reduce it, who knows. And then boom, she can pen blast you while close for one more damage, which is great. Or she can, you know, ping off, shoot another little peon or character, and then just a 9-click long dial is great. It's tough to chew through. She sadly only has the Justice League team ability. If she had Wonder Woman, that would make those middle clicks of Quake a little bit better. But always having charge, and then she's got some sidestep charge. You know, she'll have some sidestep and Quake. She'll have some plasticity and then probability control down dial. She is just a very, very solid 100 points your build. She's a carrier. She's got a power. She is really good. I'd really like them to see them uh, give Justice League just a plus one to speed. Not only is that more consistent with like their streamlining, because currently Justice League and Avengers is plus one to like um like when you move, so you get a plus one speed when you move, but just a generic right. plus Correct. one to speed would be not only a lot simpler for like newer players, but mm -hmm. it would also like make it worth having as a team ability because as is it's almost never used, uh, other than like taxis. But yeah, she is really solid. Um, for my rare, had a hard time. Uh, the prime is clearly better. So I'm talking about Giganta here. The prime is clearly better, but the the non prime is equally decent as like a figure and sealed. Um, so Giganta has size manipulation. The non-prime has size manipulation. At the beginning of your turn, you may choose that Giganta has giant size until your next turn. If you do, she takes a maximum of two damage from attacks. And so even at her 30-point line, she's got invulnerability. Um, at her 100-point line, she's just got more invulnerability and, like, nine clicks of life. So why, if you play her at 100 points, why you wouldn't always do the size manipulation is beyond me. Um just forcing your right. opponent to like do that minimum amount is pretty solid. Uh, but the prime is the where it really shines here. So I'm going to talk about that for a little bit. Uh, the prime has two lightning bolts with zero range. So she can target two close characters. 
um, which is, I mean, that's actually, that's the first time we're seeing it where it's like actually intended as written. So Mm -hmm. zero range, two lightning bolts. Uh, She can target two close characters or two characters with close attacks, Uh, 75 points or 25 points. Um, and sealed, I'm playing her at 75 for sure. She has the team player team ability and the Wonder Woman ally team ability, so she gets super senses on a six. She has the reluctant alliance trait. When establishing theme teams, you may choose a friendly character named Wonder Woman. If you do, Giganta gains that character's keywords. Pretty good for uh, keyword cheating, uh, if that's like what you're building for. Um, and then she has the giant retaliation when Titans awake. And that is power. Choose an opposing character that attacked a friendly character or that was attacked by a friendly character named Wonder Woman since your last turn. Place Giganta such that she can make a close attack targeting the chosen character, then do so. This is a literally a trait that will probably only ever work in this sealed environment, like with this set. Uh, an opposing character named Wonder Woman or a friendly character that was named Wonder Woman. Um, opposing character that attacked a friendly or that was attacked by a friendly. Yeah. Very strange. Mm-hmm. But it's a yeah, it's a retaliation based on a specific character, which we haven't seen before. And it's pretty bad outside of the set. But it's, I mean, real solid in the set because there's bound to be at least one matchup with Wonder Woman. Uh, but what really makes this Giganta shine oh, yeah. is her special attack and defense powers. So her special attack is knock them off their feet. She has Quake. When Giganta uses it and targets two or more characters, she deals her printed damage value to each hit character and after resolutions gives each hit character an action token. So top dial for 75 points, she's dealing four. And then the rest of her dial, it's always three, which is pretty solid plus an action token. Then her defense power is pick on someone your own size and vulnerability. And then it also has the caveat of Giganta takes a maximum of one damage from characters with tiny size, standard size, or the colossal symbol. So unless they're exactly the same size, which is giant and outside of outside of sealed, there's a few giants in this set, but outside of sealed, you're not likely to run into a ton of giants. It's usually colossals and then standard. Um, maybe a few tiny sized characters with like Adam and Micron and stuff. But any attack from characters with those symbols, right? she takes a max of one, which is just super solid. Um, it is outwittable, so it's not like it's the be-all, end-all. But it also has invulnerability right. in there. So... There's that. Uh, I think she's a great candidate for uh, being a Herald of Galactus because then you give her protected outwit. Uh, She has outwit top dial. She gets three clicks of close combat expert, and then she has regen on her last click. So if they are dealing you a max of one, uh, for whatever reason, you're able to hit that regen. You do have a chance of popping back, and then you have that super sense roll on a six for the majority, well, I mean, your entire dial. So Mm -hmm. pretty solid. All right. My rare pick, uh, first of all, uh, we're going to do a quick shout out to Strife at 25 points. So 
Strife has a special damage power, which is standard friendly characters, and then four squares have the Mystics team ability, and then Strife themselves has Mystics, 18 Super Senses, and Stealth. This is just a really good, like, I mean, really good support figure in a set that has no Invincible. And I can't remember if any character has reduces penetrating or whatever, but uh, this is super strong. 25 points, giving every single friendly character in four squares. Mystics, TA, and Stealth is great. But my figure is Zeus that I want to talk about here. He's 175 points. He's eight clicks long. He's got two stop clicks, one on click four, one on click eight. He is mystical. He is, or he's mystics. He's power cosmic. He's seven range, triple target. Sadly can't fly, which is a give and take because then at least he can be carried and then he can do stuff next turn. He is an ally. He has improved targeting, hindering terrain. His ally trait is friendly captains and sidekicks get plus one attack when attacking characters with deity. I don't recommend putting him on your sideline for this. There's like 15, 16 characters in this set with deity. Yeah. Um, if he's your if rare you pull that you two, pull, probably absolutely. play him. Yeah. If, if oh, yeah. Two, I don't know. He does have a 100-point line. Um, if you pull two, playing two isn't a bad option. Um, it's not terrible. Also I don't know if I like his how many very captains yeah. and sidekicks you pull, I guess. Right. But anyways, here's his big thing. He's got a special attack power for se first seven clicks, which is shock and awe. Pen blast. When he hits, each hit character halves their speed until your next turn. Holy crap. So he's got running shot, 11 speed, 12 attack, 5 damage prob, top dial. So he has a 13 square swing. He's going to be seven squares away from these guys, maybe a little closer. He's going to half their speed value, so their charge, their running shot, their whatever is going to half it. It's this guy's insane. He he can just cut down like, you know, that awesome Mary Marvel I was talking about or Mary Shazam. Excuse me. She used to be six square charge. Now she's a three square charge and can't even get to Zeus. And she's got three range. Can't do nothing like Zeus is crazy in this set. He is awesome. Uh, the two stop clicks, they're stop impervious, which is great. He's already protected out with. He has prop the first five clicks of style. He's not protected, you know, penetrating damage. So there are a few mystics, like I said, with that strife. There are like Jason and a few other really cheap pen blast people. That's something to look out for. But I think Zeus is like one of the best figures in the rares for 100%. I think he's like the best rare for you to pull and play. Um, but he's definitely one of the best figures that you can play in sealed. I, I really like this Zeus damage output, sticking around power. All of it is great. You know, if you pull a Ferdinand as well, like in power action, heal somebody. <laughs> this is awesome for him since Zeus can't heal. But yeah, Zeus is awesome. And I think he should absolutely be your rare pick if you guys are playing sealed. Yeah. He's also super rare. One of the few reasons in this set why you wouldn't want to play that common Superman at full points because Zeus can absolutely right. hit him for a lot of damage. And I mean, Having what is a Superman's charge? It's 15, so uh, eight yeah. speed down to four definitely cuts what Superman can do in half. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if Zeus gets the first hit off on Superman, but uh, he's also a hundred points less and he's dishing out five penetrating damage, so right, yeah. Uh, so moving on to the super rares. I don't think I could pick anything other than like this is a, this is just a figure that I've been wanting them to remake for a long time uh, on the DC side of things, and this is zero five two Ares, so not a throwback figure, 
not like a dial reminiscent like we've seen with Ultron and like some other characters. So it's not like a throwback dial kind of thing to the old DC Ares, but it is still a really solid Ares. A little bit with the 19 imperv. Yeah, a little. But he, I mean, he, uh, I guess they both don't take pushing damage anymore. And they did both have mystics. So that's true. Uh, another character with two lightning bolts, zero range. So again, you get a, if you get next to two targets, you can target both and then decide how your damage is dealt. 125 points. He's got the armor, brute, deity, soldier, and warrior keywords. Um, starts off with some charge blades, impervious, and then goes on to sidestep blades, invulnerable, and then flurry blades, and then flurry steel energy for his last two clicks. So he's seven clicks long, gets two clicks of toughness. I'm a little sad that they... Uh, literally like the god of war for the dc universe gets toughness at some point and not just a full dial of invulnerability he does have the ally trait so um he has the engines of war grind on grind on sideline active unique modifier friendly captains and sidekicks modify attack plus one when attacking one or more characters with the soldier keyword which might be pretty good. I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, there's only about eight characters in this set with Soldier. It's yeah, not a lot. in this set. I mean, uh, outside of this set, it's really good. Um, oh, outside, it's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're you're bound to run into a few soldiers in constructed. Um, inside the set, he's just a really heavy hitter. Uh, Twelve for four. Don't even need to roll blades, but you might as well. I mean. You've got a 50-50 of getting at least the same or better. And at worst, you do three, so it's not a bad trade-off. He has a trait, they fight for my amusement. When a character named Allied Soldier or German Soldier is KO'd, give Ares an Endless War token. At the beginning of your turn, for every two Endless War tokens that he has, gain one mission point. This isn't a sealed tactic, because there's just zero way to build correctly for this trait but um in constructed it's very possible in my opinion that uh since it just checks for characters named allied soldier or german soldier i feel like it's very possible to use the commons from this set and some like barrier and some other stuff to just make your turns really fast and rack up these uh, allied soldiers, German soldiers, mission points, and they never go away. So it's just at the beginning of the turn, you keep rolling that, you know, that up. So if you have like six, uh, six bystanders and six regular, whatever, uh, combination of the two gone, you're getting three every turn and you only need three to win. Pretty decent. Uh, his whole dial, he has the, special damage power vision a vision of never-ending battle and that is leadership but succeeds on a four through six which is really solid uh 50 50 leadership is always really good uh when he uses it and succeeds you may instead generate an allied soldier or bystander it says you may instead generate uh, instead of removing an action token i'm assuming is what they meant uh you can generate an allied soldier bystander or a German soldier bystander. If you do, 
An opponent also generates an allied soldier bystander or German soldier bystander, whichever you did not choose, adjacent to one of their characters. The bystander they generate is friendly to their force. And the great thing about this is that it's at the beginning of your turn. So it's not like Krakoan Revival, where not only do they potentially KO your figure, but they also get a bystander that they get to use that same turn. Uh, this is generated at the beginning of your turn, so wherever they place it, they either want to place it like somewhere in safety or um, next to like one of their characters. But either way, it's it's either like away from you where it's not going to matter, or it's close enough where you can follow up and KO it, and then get one of those endless war tokens. And then uh, that's all he's got. Um, his mission point trait is just. When you achieve 20 mission points or more, the game ends and you win. Uh, but yeah, super killer sculpt. Really loving the like steps that he's on, like Mount Olympus or whatever he's standing on. And he's got a big old sword and cape. Uh, just a really cool figure. I'm glad that they brought Ares back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sadly, you know, this is still a good Ares to have uh, to come back. Obviously, we didn't get the cool con exclusive Ares, which I imagine was for sure going to be like a redial or referency style of like the legacy Ares or one of those, you know, DC 75th or legacy. Um, but yeah, no, this is a really sweet. He's a really cool Ares. And I'm not even a big DC fan, but I think I'm going to have to get one too. Like he's really sweet. He's really cool. My super rare pick is going to be Lex Luthor. Uh, surprise to no one. I really like the Red Sun storyline. I couldn't bring myself to get any of the chases. Uh, number one, because they were chases. Number two, because they were DC. Number three, because there was no Lex Luthor. And I was like, he's the character I liked the most in the story. Uh, basically, for a simple reference, everybody, in the story, Lex Luthor is kind of the main constant We'll say antagonist, but Superman is clearly evil. We're like in comics, he's still the bad guy normally, and Lex Luthor is clearly the good guy. But in this storyline, it's more apparent that Superman is obviously evil, um, like absolutely without a doubt evil. Uh, and Lex Luthor is, let's, of course, the, let's the good get guy. Into what um, is evil, Calder? No, we're not going to get into that. But Lex Luthor is constantly trying to figure out a way to stop evil communist Superman, and I think this dial does it very well. That's why it was such a bummer where when they made the figures, it was like, uh, here's the Batman, here's the Bizarro, here's the Brainiac. And I'm like, these and like the green light, like these are tools that Lex Luthor used to try to take down yeah. Superman. You're going to make them, yeah. but not Lex Luthor, who's the mastermind well, behind it all. Brainiac, really in like the comic, Brainiac shows up for... He does like nothing. Like five panels. He, like he's yeah, in like five so pages. Small. He's very, he barely yeah. there. And he was like the best out of all of them. Um, all right because they made him a freaking entity but yeah yeah like it's dumb it's so dumb so this Lex Luthor really quick big shout out to Isaac Arnold Berkowitz 2019 world's winner um, we talked about this last time on the show that we saw that this newspaper was going to be like his Lex Luthor he shared it on the critical kicks critical clicks Facebook group that is by Scott Crampton PJ Bowen Scott Crampton obviously is his teammate in four points gaming club if you didn't know that along with his dad Ed Arnold Berkowitz and they're fun. Uh, they're fun. Their friend, Matthew S. Brook. Uh, I've been able to play against Isaac before and like fun, like casual war light, some other stuff sealed, which is really fun. Really cool. Really nice kid. Um, obviously great player because he's won nationals. He's won worlds. He's won the rock cup. 
I don't know. Personally, he, and I'm not trying to suck up to either. Me, so. Yeah, clearly that's <laughs> that's Cause, the scale. Because I've never um, been at the top table, but yeah. You've never, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, really quick, just to like keep going about this Lex Luthor. There are some things that like, and I don't want to say suck about him, but are bummers about Lex Luthor. There are powers that make sense for him, but don't necessarily make sense dial-wise with what you want to do to him, um, which I'll, I'll get into here in a minute. So the rules change really hurt this Lex Luthor um, because all of his stuff is second click on and... If your opponent is smart, they just won't hit this Lex Luthor because really your opponent only loses if they hit Lex Luthor. So Lex Luthor is 7 speed, 9 attack, nothing, 16 defense with Mastermind, 2 damage, outwit, 4 range, character. He's got no traits, he just has special powers. Top dial is where Lex Luthor is most useless. He's a 50 point outwit piece. Um, your opponent has no incentive to hit Lex Luthor, especially when you can look at his card look at what his dial does, see his bystanders and everything. And you can't activate this Luther on your own since there is no pushing damage, since there is no uh, influence ring, knockback damage. It It's just not going to happen. Lex Luthor can try to hit a mystical person and then maybe you can start going somewhere. But well, with that in mind... There's, there's two force, ways yeah. that you can kind of try and activate this guy. Uh, so 50 po for 50 points, this is a lot of investment behind a 50 point for character um but two powers inside the pac allow you to target your friendly characters and deal damage and that is energy explosion oh, sure. and pulse wave so it is possible to tk him walk him so that's like a 13 square reach that you have from your starting area if you have an opposing character an opposing character that is uh, a viable target for someone with energy explosion or pulse wave. And if that is the case and you manage to hit this 16, which granted isn't a super high defense. So it's pretty, pretty likely that you'll at least hit Lex. You might hit the, or you might miss the character that you're targeting initially, but you'll at least hit Lex. That's one option to get him off of click one. Uh, he'll definitely hit click two because he has a stop click. So that's okay. Um, but uh, again, it's a lot of buildup for this, uh, bystand generator with just outwit. Um, I don't know. It can be done. It's right. just, it's, there's smart, a lot of work for it. Smarter but I just, minds would have to develop the way to do it. <laughs> right. For sure. But basically here's what the dial looks like. And here, I mean, I do like him. Let's not get me wrong. I really like him. I'm glad he exists. I want him to exist. It's just, it's going to be rough to try to get him off it. He has mastermind. I think they should, should change mastermind to something like this, where it's when, when a adjacent friendly character or this character is, would be damaged by an attack. You may choose how to divide damage. So I think they should let mastermind be able to deal damage to yourself or some to a friendly character, as opposed to when I get hit by attack, I just shove this guy in front of me. The real mastermind, the real big brain play would be specifically just to help this Luther, really, but I think it could help other mastermind figures since there is no pushing damage anymore, would be like, hey, let me take one damage, you take the rest type of deal. I think that'd be a great change to mastermind. This is the only time where I've seen like one figure and been like, look, you gotta change how this entire power works because you're pissing me off right now. So yeah, I think being able to control damage more with mastermind would be great. Like, oh, they shot somebody else. Let me take some of that damage for myself. Yeah. I want to spit out a bizarro.
So anyways, so his special so his special defense he has for his last three clicks of life is all send minions to stop Superman, which is stop and mastermind. When a bystander generated by Lex is KO'd, you deal him an unavoidable damage. This is great. This is one way to keep him moving through his dial. He makes two bystanders. Let's get into it really quickly. So his speed power is when this click is first revealed after resolutions generate a bizarro bystander and it has immune until your next turn. So it cannot be just like killed right away, which is great. Uh, for some reason, only the green light bystander is in the stupid friggin' uh, whatever on HD Realms. That's okay. Uh, Bizarro was like Charge, Quake, Impervious, 18 defense, 11 speed, 11 attack, something like that, I believe, 3 damage. I think it could have been Super Strength instead of Quake, but I'm well, pretty sure that's what it was. It, Anyways. I'm on Clicks Nexus, so Bizarro has oh. <laughs> Charge, 11 attack with Quake, 17 Impervious, and 4 damage. Ah, but I was really close, though. I was really close off the top of my mind. Uh, And then his next uh, special attack power, this is on click three, is the box in a box with an infinite number of boxes. This is where he makes the green light. Green light, obviously, is a super solid running shot. Pen blast, seven range, one bolt, 17 toughness, 11 attack, three damage, nine speed. And then on his very last click, he has the super beautiful, flavorful, uh, damage power, which is why don't you just put the whole world in a bottle, Superman? I freaking loved that line. I was like, that's like mic drop, get roasted, Superman. You know, like what? And so it's great. So it's gives him outwit when this click is first revealed. Choose an opposing character for the rest of the game. That character can attack Lex Luthor unless they are the only character on their force. Protected outwit, pulse wave. This just keeps Lex around for a while. It's a sweet, it's a sweet dial. I, re- I really like this figure. I'm glad it exists. I'm so happy it exists. It just, it needs a little bit, of, a little bit of juices to get it working, but it's great. So in sealed, this is sort of just like a 50 points that doesn't die for you. Like, yeah, you're going to constantly have it that your opponent can't always going to have an outwit. Turn. Yeah. Yeah. They can't KO it in a turn. They're too scared to damage him. You can play some mind games with your opponent. Um, even if they think they can try to one turn this guy, like they can maybe one turn this dude with Mary Shazam because they can hit him to stop, hit him again. Oh, they still can't even one turn him because that'll only take him to his last stop click. But still, like they can try to deal a bunch of damage to him with her and then maybe another person. But then they got two pogs to worry about. Yeah, which is pretty gnarly. So and for anyone that they can try know. to make quick work, but still, yeah. Uh, anyone that doesn't know, uh, immune means they're protected from everything. Like, they're just, you cannot outwit them, you can't perplex them down, you can't attack them, you can't move them, you can't place them. Like, they are immune until your next turn. So, when those bystanders are generated, they do get to, like, at no point does your opponent get to KO them until they have, like, a turn to do something. Um, there's probably, like, one corner case where you could KO them before they can do something but uh, immune for the most part means they just can't take damage for a whole turn so after they're generated whether it's your turn or your opponent's turn or whatever they have that whole turn where they get to sit there and just be protected and that's pretty good absolutely so anyways that is my super rare pick Simeon yeah. Before we move on, I do I do want to say with what you were saying about Mastermind uh, being able to split damage, that reminds me a lot of the Professor X from uh, Avengers versus X Men. So he was oh, okay a garbage figure, like not even worth 
uh, plane at any point. He's 150.6 clicks He's long. Like 150. That, yeah, yeah. If that doesn't lot. tell you everything you need to know, but he did have Mastermind. When he does, he may divide the damage dealt between two adjacent friendly characters if they share a keyword with him. Now that doesn't quite work anymore. I mean, it kind of does, but uh, kind of not. Um, yeah. Mastermind, so like that that version of Mastermind truly feels like that Professor X is a mastermind. Like he's he's splitting yeah. the damage, like Colossus can take a lot of like damage, so I'm gonna give him more. Or like Wolverine can take a lot of damage, so I'm gonna give him more. And then I'm not gonna give like Scott so much damage, but I'm gonna give him enough so that like Wolverine survives or something, you know. It's it actually feels like a mastermind play. Uh, which yeah, I, I think WizKids Yeah. Should, take a second look at uh how they word mastermind so that like you can choose the the original target to retain some of the damage that you transfer that's a good idea um moving on to chases we got a lot of them in wonder woman there's a whole 12 we're missing one uh one special flying yellow man uh whoever that could be who cares? It is uh, a guy named something. Uh, but yeah, we have a lot of really decent chases. So all of the secret six have a higher point value and a 50 point value for the most part. So King Shazam, pretty good. Sky Tyrant, pretty good, which is like a weird Hawkman thing. I don't know what that is. Uh, Deathbringer. Really cool. That's Wonder Woman with a whip. It looks like Huntress, but whatever. Um, just a ton of like really solid chases. Uh, Sky Tyrant, Deathbringer, the Commissioner, super good. Um, I don't think we're going to mention him, but he spits out a rookie bystander that's probably one of the best bystanders in the game currently, and he's only 25 points. Supergirl has the highest point cost at 75 for her bottom dial. Um, still a really solid piece. Uh, and then the rest are lanterns that each come with a construct. So there's kind of a equipment, kind of not. Depends on if they do a lantern set that also has constructs in the future. Because um, other than the, the green lantern chase, Jessica Cruz, the only people that can use most of these constructs, they have to be the same color. So uh, we only got... I think we got one other star sapphire in the set, and then we got a few green lanterns. But just a really solid set of chases. Um, I'm not even sure what to like suggest to people as far as like the chases go, because I don't know which ones are going to be like the truly good ones. But the one that I I know for sure is the one that I'm going to hang on to. Right. And that is number zero six four scarab. So this is Jaime Riez, Jamie Riez, the Blue Beetle. This is the not the Ted Cord Blue Beetle, but the one with the Scarab, and he's called Scarab. That's his name, so makes sense. He comes in wow. at 75 points or 50 points, and he's got the Injustice League team ability and the Mystics team ability, which are both solid. Uh, six range, one lightning bolt. For 75 points, you get a running shot Pensai with toughness, uh, it's a 9, 11, 18, and then 3 damage. Or for 50 points, you get 2 clicks less, and you get sidestep TK super senses with 
two clicks of the special damage, and then two clicks of sidestep, uh, steel energy, regen, and prob on his bottom end. So he's not, I don't know, in sealed, probably play him as a secondary attacker. 75 points is a real sweet spot for secondary attackers, and an 11 for 3 Psychic Blast is pretty solid for that role. He has the Secret 6 team ability that all of the Secret 6 chases have, and that is Outwit Scarab modifies attack plus 1 when attacking one or more characters with a shared keyword. If there are 6 or more characters, or more friendly characters with the secret six keyword on your force, opposing characters can't use protected outwit or safeguard outwit. So that's, I mean, you're not going to pull six or more friendly characters with the secret six in sealed, but in constructed, that's definitely possible. not. And yeah, getting, getting rid of protected outwit or safeguard outwit is pretty solid, uh, especially when they have traded outwit. So, um, decent little, like, thing little trait there uh the second trait is i thought we could all throw a party at my new place and that is free choose an adjacent friendly character until your next turn scarab can use the effect of all equipment equipped to that character again probably not going to matter in sealed this is probably a trait that's just for constructed but what a solid trait for constructed because there's a ton of equipment out there. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, if if you're playing and there's still Scarab. like the lasso and the angler and whatever in Wonder Woman. So you yeah, do pull there's, a equipment. There's, a, there's at least that. There's too. a handful of uh, because the constructs do take up a few and they're not actual equipment. But there's the golden armor, yeah. the bracelets. Uh, yeah, there's there's enough stuff that like it's possible. Um, and mm -hmm. in constructed for sure, like Golden Age, you could put him next to someone with the Mirror of Missileth or someone with the Symbiote object, and all of a sudden you've got like plasticity, shape change, all that fun stuff. Or you put him next to somebody with you know whatever kind of like relic or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a cool trait. It's just not one hundred percent easy accessible and sealed. And then his special damage power that he has for his first four clicks or his first two clicks at 50 is the training wheels are off. Scarab can count squares of range and line of fire from an unheld object and opposing equipped characters. When Scarab attacks this way, he deals a maximum of one damage, which on its surface, it's like, yeah, he's on either point value. He's an 11 for three or an 11 for two. Um, and dealing one penetrating damage is decent against like retaliation kind of stuff. It's not like the craziest thing we've ever seen, but he can also draw a line of fire for his outwit. Uh, if you equip him or you copy like astronomer has the reality gem and you copy that all of a sudden he can perplex from any unheld object or any, uh, equipped opposing character. It's just a very endless amount of stuff that he can do. Uh, Timetable Doom can be outwitted with zero, like, you know, if you count range and line of fire from Timetable Doom, you can see him because the Scarab can draw a line of fire to that guy. So it's just a really, really solid chase. It's the one that I definitely need. Yeah, dude, absolutely. He's giving me... Um... I don't know if it was Trinity or Teen Titans or something, but there was a cyborg that could do the same thing. He could draw a line of fire through objects. 
that I freaking played the heck out of that cyborg. But I think he had to see the object and then he could also count. I don't remember how it totally went. But yeah, I, I like this scarab for, for that reason, because it just reminds me of that cyborg, which is dope. And uh, Jamie, uh, Jaime, how does, how does his same? Is it Jaime or Jaime or whatever? Or is Jamie? I'm going to call him Jamie. Um, I always liked him as a character. Like Ted Cord, Blue Beetle fans rise up. Like I'm Ted Cord gang represent all the time. But uh, dude, Jamie's cool, man. Like he was great in Young Justice. He's just a cool character. He was really cool in Batman Brave and the Bold. Big fan. Big fan of him in that. Um, anyways, the chase that I have, which was spoiled today by Highlander Games on Facebook. If you want to see more spoilers. Uh, from them go ahead like like their page i don't remember where highlander games is from but they did they did finally spoil the chase that i've been waiting for it, it was taking a real long time for them to finally see it now we only have yellow lantern how jordan left who i do want to know what that freaking cowboy boot does but we got red lantern guy gardner guys it sucks that he's 50 points i think he's still a good sealed pick i don't think he's honestly the greatest sealed pick but i think he is still really strong and sealed and he's just going to be fun to build around. So he has flight. He has three range. Uh, he's charge, 12 attack for the first three clicks, uh, special attack power, 18 defense and toughness, uh, three damage exploit for the first three clicks. It's a bummer. These guys, you know, these these lanterns being only 50 points. Um, first of all, I want to say they're they're like 75 to 90 point dials on 50 point dials. So I'm not going to complain about that. What these lanterns do is pretty darn amazing for 50 points. Okay. He's got the free construct trait. He can make a red construct. He gets the chainsaw. Uh, we'll get into that in a second here. He, the back half of his dial has three clicks of flurry, three clicks of uh, poison, and then three clicks of combat reflexes. Very close combat oriented Guy Gardner. He was all up in your grill when he was a Red Lantern. This fits really well. Uh, never goes below an 11. He's got 12 attack, 11 attack. Like, that's great. Never goes below three damage. That's also awesome. The flurry is great. He can pick up some lights, whatever. This is what's really good for him, and I think this, is, this does make him a little bit of a solid sealed pick, and honestly, throw him on your sealed team no matter what. Um, but he's got Quake. When he uses it and targets two or more characters, instead of dealing two damage, he deals damage equal to the number of adjacent opposing characters plus one. So if he's targeting two people, they're taking three damage. If he's got what? He's one click base character. So three, two, five, three, eight. So he can deal nine damage. If he jumps right in the middle of a bunch of people, if he crit hits, he can deal 10. Pretty, pretty dope, right? Everybody taking that much damage is pretty awesome. So... Don't forget that exploit stacks with that now. So it's just a blank. Yes, and exploit damage. can be quaked. So it's it's gnarly. So that's really cool. I think with all the generics in this set, there's chances we can probably pull off for sure a three damage, maybe a four and five damage here and there. Um, but yeah, it's gonna keep it's gonna keep your opponent's positioning in check. But getting this guy Gardner there is gonna be the tough part. You know, I I ragged on Lex a little bit. I'm gonna I'll rag on this guy a little bit. He's only a five square charge with his reach. Uh, he only has flight for improved movement, which is fine. That's good. Uh, he's only an 18 toughness. You've got to protect him to get him there. It's a little rough. Now, pair him up with other lanterns, like green lanterns in this set that can carry him. And then he can just run up and he can drop off something that's more threatening than himself, honestly. And that is his chainsaw construct which he just gets to plop out for a free action. So either he himself can run up nine squares, drop this in the 10th square, 
and then it can swing on the whatever the 11th square which is great right or with the tk we can get up to 17 square reach with this which is awesome but he drops the chainsaw the chainsaw is i don't know if this is the first construct that isn't autonomous but thank goodness it isn't that is the only balance this freaking chainsaw has that and it's got a 16 defense and one damage because it is a six speed flurry with 11 attack blades that is freaking cool. He just runs up, he drops off the chainsaw, and it goes. It's awesome. It's freaking great. It's it's not quite chewy level good, technically, technically, but it is still gnarly. Um, and the fact that uh, he can just keep he just keep doing it yeah. because you, you get KO chainsaw reaction next turn. Boom. Yeah, yeah, you can kill the chainsaw, but he can just be like, "All right, cool. Here you go." Plop it, plop it right back down again. Yeah, Chewie can't do that. It's great. Yep, exactly. You can just bring that chainsaw back, baby. So this guy is really good. For 50 points to your build, I really, really like him. Obviously, I'm biased. I'm a Guy Gardner fan. I'm going to be biased. I'm going to need this guy as soon as possible. Uh, I'm not going to be paying any crazy prices for him or anything, but I, I will get this Guy Gardner eventually for sure. I'm really happy with him. He's a very solid Guy Gardner. He has some issues. He has, you know, whatever, but the offensive capabilities he has are very high. Getting him there is what it's all about. But I like this guy, Gardner. I like the chainsaw. I uh, I can't wait. Can't wait to play him. That's for sure. Yeah. His flavor text could use some work. His combat reflexes is just called fisticuffs, exclamation point. That's a little dorky. I, I've never once seen guy be like fisticuffs. And you're like, yeah, okay. Especially when he's okay, a red yeah, lantern, for sure. Definitely not when he's earned lantern. Um, there's only a handful of TKs in the set, but if you do manage to pull the common Cersei has prob TK for 50 points, it's a solid combo for that guy. Good. Um, and then the rest are rares. You've got Dr. Psycho, the Star Sapphire, which 25 point Star Sapphire is a good shout out, sidestep TK and barrier. Uh, for 25 points and sealed is really solid. Uh, but yeah, um, if you do manage, I mean, it's possible to get the Cersei with the Guy Gardener. Uh, less possible to get one of the rares, but not impossible by any means. Uh, and yeah, being able to throw him six squares up and then get him to pull off his charge quake for a ton of damage. He's, I don't know, he's... Definitely the best lantern in the set that I've seen so far. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Just by far. Uh, like, I would say for sure. I mean, yeah. even with my bias, like there's crazy damage output. It's awesome. Especially if you can charge Quake and then drop the chainsaw on, like all in one turn. Because you absolutely can. You know, if you're real smart positioning, you should be able to do this all in one turn. Because then that's, that is three attacks hitting a ton of different people. And he can... He can kill a team yeah. pretty quickly for 50 points. Like, honestly, if you see this dude on your opponent's force, like, you got to worry about him. Well, and it's, you know, it's and a replacement. Only... So it's not a modifier. Yeah. So it's not capped at three. So, right. Yeah, I mean, as yeah. we said, like, it's the damage, the damage dealt becomes equal to the number of adjacent opposing characters. And then it's modified plus one. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Damage dealt becomes, you know, if you're next to four, it becomes four and then plus one. And yeah. Right. That's just real. But okay, that is the real bad. No, it's gnarly. It's gnarly. Um, and then hopefully he's already all up in your grill. 
you punch him and he's like, ah, dang, his combat reflex is poison flurry, which is an amazing, you know, it's crazy cool, but it's still sweet. Uh, but all right, guys, I want to talk about this event. It is being run by David Newmark, or at least he posted about it. Uh, I'm going to try to read the event details, what we can, but this is going to be the Clicks Cup uh, out with the competition. So this is going to be an event that's going to be happening here this year. This reminds me of the event I went to last year, which was run by some local guys in Indianapolis at the National Guard Armory. Now, those guys ran a heck of a fun event, and that was, and I this is not me dogging on anybody, but it's like they were definitely more casual players, and sadly, a lot of their plans didn't totally come to fruition because a lot of people backed out. Now, hopefully that doesn't happen with this event. So if we're saying everything runs smoothly, this is going to be a really awesome event. That National Guard Indianapolis event was still awesome. I won seals. Like, that was super crazy cool and fun. I had a great time doing a road trip with the boys. Great day hanging out with everybody, seeing people, you know. So hopefully this event is good. Here's the only bad part about the event before I even get into it. It's in July, and it's in Florida in July. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. Um, but with that in mind, let's just get into it. So the Clicks Cup, it is going to be a three and a half day event of Heroclix Friends. And I'm just going to read exactly what it says. So Heroclix Friends and fun. Before getting into the location and event details, here are a few words of safety. If you are someone who is worried about this stuff, guys, then there's really no place to worry because it's it's handled very well. So the event space is being professionally sanitized and uh, the resort prior to our arrival. This includes sanitizing all the seats, tables, as well as fog machine sanitizing the entire room, which is pretty crazy. Uh, you are required to wear a mask at all times while in the event space. If you do not possess a suitable mask, one will be provided for you free of charge. So they're not those like random boxes of masks. So it's fine. Tables will be socially distanced to proper CDC guidelines, whatever it is at the time. Your temperature will be taken when entering the event hall. Those the fever or COVID-19 symptoms will not be permitted entry. Fair enough. You will be required to sanitize your hands with hand sanitizer upon entry into the event, as well as after each game played, sanitizer will be provided for you. There will be bottles on each game table. Masks may only be removed when it is time to eat at the banquet event, in which tables will again be properly socially distanced. So I imagine they're going to let you drink water and eat a snack if you have it throughout the day. I can't, I can't imagine they're not going to allow that. But that's just, and they, they might not. They don't say that they would, but I mean, I don't think they would stop a homie from drinking some freaking water. Anyways, event details. The event is being held at the Hyatt Regency Hotel in Orlando. Uh, it is 9801 International Drive. It goes in the address. It's going to be July 22nd through the 25th this year, so 2021. It's a four-star resort with a restaurant on site, multiple pools and water slides, um, Honestly, if it's Heroclix players attending, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think anyone is going to be in the pool or water slide. Uh, in the middle I of the entertainment, be. obviously, it's it's in Orlando. So it's minutes from Disney, Universal, and tons of crazy cool stuff. I was in Orlando earlier this year. I did not think I'd be going back in the same year, but here we are. He says, this event has been booked 100% and is non-refundable deposit has been made out of David's own pocket. All right, so... This is what we're going to go on to. I'm just going to just going to read here. I have paid an extra fee to keep the entire space available for play from Thursday night to Sunday at midnight. Abuse of the space will result in an immediate removal to the event. Here's the good news. You can dress up as Elvis Presley at this event. That is 100% allowed. <laughs> and there's nothing against, there's nothing yeah. against it. This um, is, yeah, this there is be a the, block. the event of the year to do that. 
Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, there is a block of 25 plus rooms blocked off for the event starting Thursday night to Monday. The standard room rate is normally $209 to $229 per night for a two queen room with a $29 per night resort fee and a $15 per night parking fee. That is a lot of money for yeah. staying at a hotel, to be for honest. When you. We're that is like a, a lot. Three night event. Yeah. Yeah. For that much per night for three nights, that is that's yeah. wild. So, David negotiated it to a special rate of $139 per night with a $0 resort fee and a $0 parking fee if you're staying at the hotel. That's amazing. That is crazy that he I mean basically got almost like 150 bucks off. Maybe yeah, maybe about like 150 bucks off honestly like with, with all of it. So not not quite, but it's it's gnarly. It's really gnarly how much money he got off. So that's that's super. We super appreciate that. You will be given a code to use for a special rate. You may self park from another hotel, but you will be charged a fee of seventeen dollars per day at a discount as a discounted rate. We encourage you to stay at the event hotel. It keeps the cost the same. I mean, I think so, if you go, you definitely stay at the event hotel. I mean, if if you can find but, a place that's cheaper than four hundred dollars for three days. Plus the, I mean, uh, 17 times three days of parking, four days of parking, whatever you have to pay. I mean, yeah. maybe you stay at a and b or uh, what is that? Yeah. One of the, you know, you stay at like a hostel stuff like or whatever. That, stuff like that. There's, there's cheaper or ways. Or if you have a friend down sure. there or something, then by yeah, all means go for it. To be too. honest, uh, three nights at $139 is still a little over $400. So um, if you're trying to do this, it like is a the, lot. The I would real say conservative, cheap money. Um, money saving way, which is how I always try and do hero clicks events. Um, then yeah, you could, you could find a, uh, like a hostel or something for sure. Good. Good. Uh, I'm pretty much, I think when it's a two queen room, you could share that room with one to three people, maybe four. You oh, yeah. really want to, that's you know, yeah. That's it. the other thing. So two queen room, another split. great way. Yeah, so you're not really paying 139 for the room. Uh, you're paying at worst right. half that if you're, you know, I mean, hopefully splitting with somebody. Um, and then, yeah, you could right. definitely fit multiple people in a bed if you yeah. are cool with that. Yeah. Honestly, I'd probably bring a sleeping bag. That'd be me. I would be like, you know what, guys? We can fit four bad boys in this room. One of you guys have a bed all to yourselves. I'll have a sleeping bag. Like, I would 100%. To just to get the room down from like 130 bucks a night to then oh 70 I mean, bucks a night for two people and then it's like oh 35 bucks a night we got four people like, in this bag to me it That's sounds great. like I'm just paying 17 dollars sleeping in my car and you know three nights ah, not a good idea pretty cheap um kind of like that I price. will say this you won't freeze. You won't freeze. That's for sure. Anyways, if you're staying at the event hotel, you will be entered into a special raffle. Now, this is kind of cool. There's only going to be two winners, sadly. First winner is going to get a sealed case of the new X-Men Rise and Fall set. The second winner will receive a new Ultra Chase Deadpool from the same set. You must be registered at the front desk in allowance of four people per room. So the maximum number of tickets from each room is four. Upon entering the event hall on Friday morning, you will be given your ticket if you are registered in a room. So once again, there's no reason not to split a room. You still get entered into it. Then he said there will be a full service dinner banquet on Friday night. The chef at this resort is excellent. You will be fed. There will be drinks. There will be entertainment. There will be chase, super rare, and seal product giveaways, as well as fun contest. Fun, all caps, contest. You're encouraged to participate. 
in for another prize. The cost of this banquet to you is being passed on roughly about 40% of the actual cost to put on. You'll absolutely get your money's worth here. So that's cool. The official Herehoofs retailer for the event is going to be House Rules Gaming. Uh, so they, we've seen their previews before. Uh, on the site, they the the entire weekend. House Rules is famous for their figure previews and attendance at WizKids presentation. They'll be providing sealed product for all the events and will have sealed product and singles for sale this weekend. Uh, this event will be furnished with proper judging and event staff to ensure a smooth time, including our head judge and only sponsor. Now, sadly, I don't know if this is actually a smooth judge, but he is their head judge, I guess, uh, which is Joe Pangrazio, who is the owner of Redacted, our favorite Redacted Redacted. <laughs> uh, this event has a player cap, though, guys, of 120 people. Uh, he says he's paid for the extra large ballroom. Uh, geez, and I got to go click to the second post here. Because there's a lot. There's a lot to read here. Where is it? It's literally not loading the image. Are you kidding uh, me? Player cap of 120 people have paid extra go. for the second largest ballroom on company property, the Florida ballroom. Uh, Pre-COVID, it had a maximum occupancy of 440 people in a classroom setting. Uh, currently... They are operating at CDC recommended 220, so half the original size, so lots of space. Uh, he says, I don't feel comfortable with that many, so I've nearly cut it in half as well for safety reasons, so from 220 to 120. So it's going to be a lot of space for 120 people, 120 plus, because they do have a little bit of a, uh overflow that they're willing to fill. Um he goes on to say bullying, harassment, or fighting, which I definitely will be doing if I show up in callers there, of any kind is strictly true. prohibited. I'll put you through a table just for the just for the I pictures. will put you through a table. Right. I'm going to hit you with so many effing steel chairs, <laughs> you will not be able to feel your back. Uh, it's strictly prohibited during the entirety of this event, so you'll have to wait until it's over. Uh, you may not belittle others for their social, political, or sexual beliefs of any nature. Um you must respect the event's safety measures. If you don't want to wear a mask or sanity or oh, if you don't want to wear a mask or sanitize for everyone's safety, this event is not for you. Failure to adhere to the policy will result in immediate ban and you will not be refunded for the event. So don't show up and try and throw a fit because you didn't know like, oh, I got to wear a mask. I got to sanitize. Like, blah, blah, blah. um, if you're not comfortable wearing a mask, this just isn't your event. Um, there's plenty of other events that will happen later, uh, but this one probably not in your best interest because getting a non-refundable uh, kick out is probably a bad deal if you're stuck there for the weekend. Um, I imagine the hotel also won't refund you for a three-night stay. So, Right. Uh, yeah. goes on to the event schedule. So, you want me to get into this? It's finally working yeah, for me so yeah, yeah. thursday night uh so it's gonna start at night it's gonna be 8 30 p.m it's the casual night you will build a 500 point named theme team which is limited to a maximum of one chase one le one super rare uh, all other figures are legal from mighty thor on no relics or resources including resource styles no id cards three rounds of swiss no top cut so I don't know why I said no relics or resources since it's just Mighty Thor on and there are no relics and resources. Oh, I guess, excuse me, there are resources. Excuse me, but there are no relics. But anyways, pretty easy casual night. Uh, but knowing the players that are going, still build a, a good team, guys. Uh, 500 points gives them a little too much to play with. Uh, 
Yeah, I think they. I imagine also, they might uh, ban stuff like Hulk Korath or something as well. Uh, that would be five hundred points, stuff like that. And this is going to be Wonder Woman rules as well, so no perplexing damage. So I think Vulture, right, probably not going to be a problem. In uh, five hundred points, I can imagine that I could handle Vulture yeah. if he attacked my team without perplexing damage. Um, but yeah, they they might come out with a ban list that's in the works. But yeah. Um, and yeah. the the prizing for casual night, the winner will receive a sealed case of X-Men Rise and Fall, and the runner-up will receive a sealed brick of Rise and Fall, which is a lot for just a casual night. So Friday. Friday starts kind of early. 8.30 a.m. registration begins. So early for Heroclix events, because normally the events don't start to like 10. So 8.30 a.m. registration is pretty early. Uh, it's going to be normal 300 modern. You will have team build sheets that must be filled out properly and signed off by a judge. 10.30 a.m. is when the first round begins. Swiss rounds will commence, leading to a top cut. The number of rounds and size top cut depends on the number of players present. And then 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. is when Battle Royales are also going to be available to play pretty much all day, 11 to 6. Um, with limited product if you have not prepaid. You're also welcome throughout the day to use tables that are not being used as part of the events for casual play. 7.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m., right? This is Friday. That's going to be the dinner banquet. So, cool. Simon, you want to read Saturday and Sunday for us? Yeah. One thing to keep in mind for the Battle Royals, these aren't these aren't WizKids sanctions, so there's not going to be, um, to my knowledge, as far as they say, uh, there's not going to be, like, exo specs being dropped you know they might have additional pricing for every battle royal but uh, right I, I wouldn't as far as what they've written i wouldn't anticipate that they're dropping like le figures and stuff like that um it's going to be top pulls so if you if you sit at a battle royale table and everyone pulls a rare um those are what like you get to walk away with uh saturday 8.30 a.m. again. Registration begins for Team Sealed. 9.15 a.m. Boosters are handed out and opened simultaneously. Each team will receive six boosters. These are teams of three building out of six boosters um, from a sealed case. Build sheets must be signed off on by a judge. Swiss rounds begin at 10.30. Top cut will commence after Swiss rounds. And then 11 a.m. So I just want to say really quick... <laughs> That is a that's a long time for team building. If we get boosters at 9:15 a.m., let's say everybody actually gets their boosters at around 9:45, it's about 45 minutes worth of team building to do. It's well, pretty solid. Also, I don't know if we yeah. ever got that much time before. It's an hour and 15. Seems like a lot of time. It's also time for judges to sign off, so uh, it makes it makes sense. Oh, that's true. Yeah. If they don't have, you know, if there's only like four or five judges working this event, I'm not sure how many. Well, are gonna yeah, be with there. only 120. People being there, it's also going to be one of the smaller team events or average sized, I guess. 160 was like a lot for whatever. So it's going to be a normal ish sized team event, probably about what we saw at Worlds, I guess. 120 people or so. Uh, that's teams. That's, right. that's yeah. saying everybody's playing teams. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, keep going. And, uh, just to throw out in there, um, we did get a comment on Facebook about this. Uh, if you're looking for a team, uh, Hero Clicks. Uh, collectors around the world I think is the Facebook group name that's a good place to look um, any any page that talks about Heroclix you can just be like hey I'm playing Newark's event in Florida need a team also if you just show up the day of and you still need a team there will likely be people that still need like a filler um, 
Worlds 2018. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've seen people at Nationals who are, like, walking around with signs, like, yeah. hey, anybody gotta need a team or, like, I can be a teammate for someone. Like, there's yeah. there's absolutely – they'll be able to find filler. If you had a guy yeah. cancel on you. Worlds you 2018, I got thrown in uh, with, uh, at the time, two people that were random to me that I had no idea, uh, and we ended up getting into the top eight. And then Nationals in 2019, um, same thing. I got paired with two guys from, like, the Ohio area for Nationals, and we did pretty well then as well. We got, like, uh, we didn't make the top 16. Uh, I think we did make the top 16 cut, and then some garbage team knocked us out of top 16. But, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty easy to uh-huh. join a, mm-hmm. okay. a team sealed okay. um, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um okay. Sunday, 9 a.m. Oh, uh, Saturday (laughs) evening from. So if you get knocked out or if you just don't want to participate in Swiss rounds or team sealed uh, battle royals will start at 11 to 6. So again, and then just free play all day. So if you have teams that you just want to like play with random people that are around and aren't participating in whatever events, that's also available, which is pretty cool. Um, And then Sunday, 9 a.m., so you get to sleep in a little bit on Sunday. 9 a.m. registration begins for TBD. Team builds must be signed off on by a judge by 10.15. Swiss rounds uh, begin at 10.30. Top cut will commence after Swiss. So Sunday is team building. Um, it's like 300 modern uh, team building thing. So pretty solid. By that, you mean... To be decided. So we don't know what Sunday yeah. is, is what that really means. <laughs> it's something like that. Um, so the 300 modern prizing, which is going to be the Friday event, uh, the winner receives $300 and a sealed case of X-Men Rise and Fall, as well as custom first place trophy and custom Jeremiah Peterson figure and token tray, as well as five clicks cup points. Don't know what those are for yet, I don't think. Uh, the runner-up, so second yeah. place, will receive $100 and a sealed case of X-Men Rise and Fall, as well as a custom trophy, and as well as three clicks cup points. Third place receives $100 sealed booster brick. Uh, yeah, sealed booster brick of X-Men Rise and Fall, as well as custom trophy, and two clicks cup points. Fourth receives a sealed booster brick of X-Men and one clicks cup point, And then fifth through eight will receive $20 each. So not terrible prizing um, for top eight. Um, and this is just one of the events for prizing. So uh, if you, if you don't make it through one event, you know, you might do better in the next uh, team sealed prizing. The winning team will receive $300 and a sealed case of, a sealed case and one booster brick of X-Men Rise and Fall. I almost wonder if that's a typo. A sealed case and one booster brick. Is it? Well, that makes sense, right? There's three people that win. So it's $300. They each get 100 bucks, and they'll each get a brick of Rise and Fall. Divided by, yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes it an even split. Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, yep. they also get three custom made trophies and each player wins five clicks cup points. The runner up team for the team sealed receives $150. So that's $50 per player, a sealed case, uh, of X-Men rise and fall, as well as three custom made trophies. And each player gets three clicks cup points. Third place will be a sealed case 
and each player gets two Clicks Cup points, and then four through eight will each receive three boosters per team. So um, you each get from It's a bit of a drop-off, not yeah, going to lie. Four through eight, um, you all get but... a booster. <laughs> I mean, yeah. one person, that's, that's enough people, one person will pull really well. Um, yeah. At least. Uh, and then the Sunday event prizing, which was... Uh, the to be determined winner will receive a sealed booster brick of X-Men rise and fall, as well as three clicks cup points runner up will receive five sealed boosters, uh, as two clicks cup points, third and fourth will receive two sealed boosters and one clicks cup point, And then fifth through 10th will receive one sealed booster. And then the clicks cup point prizing. So this is what your clicks cup points. Uh, let me, going towards. let me go ahead and get into this a yeah. little bit here. I'll take it. Uh, the player with the most clicks cut points will be crowned the grand champion and will receive a sealed booster brick of X-Men Rise and Fall, a custom-made Goldie Hawn Heroclix custom, as well as grand champion dice and token tray from Jeremiah Peterson, and a custom grand champ trophy for the event. So, guys, I don't know who's going to win the custom figure by Goldie Hawn, but please, please, I'm begging you. I'm on, I'm on my knees, guys. I'm on my knees. Please just don't make it inappropriate. I don't know how to say that the best I can on yeah. this podcast. Quit, but I've seen a lot of Goldie Hawn Hawn to make to your sculpt- creepy lewd sculptures. Yeah, that's probably the best way and to I, put it. Without, I'm not even sorry for anyone that's offended by that. If you like, pay Goldie Hawn to make your tiny miniaturized because these are these are greatly sculpted customs goldie hahn is no slouch he he does really good work and if you're making these like tiny sized lewd sculptures that you can't even bring into a game store because no one wants to see that just don't yeah so just please make let him make a custom where it's like oh this figure's never gonna get made let's get a cool and then sculpt swapped it you know dial swap it please don't yeah don't do what we see all the time on facebook please stop please stop anyways do, do howard the duck in his mech be... suit do a yeah that know. would be cool there's a ton like, of do stuff. something neat you know just don't anyways whatever uh so if all of these are going to be awarded on site well, obviously not the Goldie Hawn thing. I don't think they're going to be like, all right, Goldie, now that the event's over, get the sculpting, buddy. Like, I think they're going to like give him some time to make the figure. But everything else is going to be awarded on site um, at Sunday. So he says there's a tie-in points. The player with the most victory points wins. Uh, that's pretty cool. So it's like if you keep track of all of their like points scored, then they'll win. The runner-up will receive a sealed booster break of X-Men Rise and Fall and a custom trophy. So... For giveaways, register players staring at the resort property, strictly verified, only up to four tickets per room. You'll be entered into a raffle. Like they said before, one sealed case, rise and fall. The other person will receive a Deadpool Ultra Chase figure. I know what you guys are thinking. Hey, that's, that's not even out yet. How is he in a Deadpool Ultra Chase figure? It's David Newmark. He's going to get a Deadpool <laughs> Ultra Chase figure. It's, it's going to be super easy, barely an inconvenience for him. Trust me. Barely We've read through thousands of dollars of prizing already. I don't think it's going to be much of a problem for him to get one Ultra Chase Deadpool. Anyways, uh, at the banquet and attendance, everybody's going to receive two raffle tickets. The first ticket is for a chance to win a Chase A Chase figure from X-Men Rise and Fall or from Wonder Woman 80th. It'll be one of the more desirable ones. Don't worry. Uh, So hopefully hold their value a bit more. The other ticket is going to be for a sealed booster brick of Rise and Fall or 
Wonder Woman, which is also really, really cool. Uh, do, 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 do. So pricing and registration. Registration will open on 3-22-2021. So that is tomorrow, aka today, right now for you listening. And it will close a month from today, right now, uh, which is 4-22-2021, or at least when this podcast is uploaded. With the amount of interest received already for the event, I do anticipate to sell out in advance. So way before 422. All right, guys, please do not wait until the last minute. Registration. Initially, 100 spots will be available and an additional 20 will become available when the first 100 sell out uh, to allow people who haven't seen the event news to register. You are strongly encouraged to prepay for Battle Royales. There's only a limited amount of extra product will be available for extra Battle Royales once it is there done. So sadly... Um, I don't think I've almost ever wanted to ever prepay for a battle royale. Like that's pretty tough to do. Like Especially I don't know because playing in the I events. get beat yeah. out early in an event. Yeah, I, I plan to play in every event. I plan to go. So me and Simeon, you know, I don't know if we'll both be there. I'm gonna try my best to go. 100. percent I'm gonna try my best if I can make it work. Summer is when I'm the most busy. That's just the way the ranch is. That's when you know branding and everything is. But I will try to be there. Anyways. Uh, I don't know if, you know, most of the time you just like get beat out in sealed or you get beat out in modern and you're like, well, shoot, I guess I'll go play some BRs. That's normally how it goes. You don't normally plan out. I'm going to play X amount of BRs every day. Anyways, uh, midnight at 322. You have to email him at the at gmail.com explaining your intent to register. Only email this account. Once you are 100% positive, you will be attending. You cannot register other players. I will email you back documents for sign up. A release of liability waiver in case you catch COVID nineteen or injure yourself or get sick in any way. You release me personable or liability, whatever. Um, there's a bunch of stuff. Registration is non refundable, guys. So just so you know, uh, do do do. There's a bunch of different tickets. Do we, I'll just read it all. Sign up sheet for the options of the events like to participate in once forms are signed sent back to the email you receive 20 within 24 hours receiving them you have 24 hours to submit payment for the event pricing is as follows bronze medal event ticket this includes entry to the event including 300 modern thursday's casual nights the mighty thor and on 600 and also included will be snacks soft drinks and water throughout the event limited quantities and custom-made clicks cup light objects from jeremiah pearson the price is 180 for the weekend so that's bronze Silver medal event includes all of the above plus the Friday night banquet of which there will be great food, entertainment and giveaways, which is going to be 210. So it's basically actually 30 bucks for the banquet. Gold medal event. This includes every entry into team sealed as a single person. So every person on your team must eventually pay for it. Price 240. So this just also covers your sealed. And the platinum medal event ticket includes all of the above plus an event only clicks cup custom t-shirt design shown in the picture. Uh, size is required at registration. Price 260 so you're just paying an extra 20 bucks for a t-shirt so i'll probably get the 260 i like t-shirts um if i i haven't looked at the design yet if it sucks then i'll probably just get the normal gold medal event honestly add-ons team sealed 30 bucks per person so if you don't get the gold or yeah it's just the gold so if you don't get the golden up you need to pay 30 bucks for your team sealed and then of course the t-shirt it just says t-shirts 20 bucks pretty simple uh, let's look at the t-shirt. Uh, yeah, can't get it. It's going to have Clicks Nexus on it, so I will not be getting the Platinum uh, t-shirt. But it does have cap. Uh, sorry, it's got Redacted on it, so I will definitely not be getting it. Um, yeah, absolutely not. Okay, so do 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 Battle Royale is going to be $19 per Battle Royale. So, jeez, uh, it's kind of spendy, honestly. Um, I mean, guaranteed spots. There will yeah. be limited. What do you mean? 
I mean, I mean boosters are normally it's fifteen bucks like, for a normal. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Boosters that's are right. Boosters price, are more so expensive nowadays. BRs do, are going to start costing about twenty about bucks that. moving forward. I do. I do forget that. Yeah, I guess that's actually accurate. I always forget the stupid boost price. Anyways, after being registered to the events, you will be placed on the roster with all packages and add-ons you have chosen. You will simply bring your registration email to the events and with you always, you should keep it with you. You will receive a wristband upon entry as well as a ticket to the events that you are participating in. We will have proof of registration for all events on site for every player. Uh, so that forgeries cannot be made once registering. Await additional emails for further instructions and information. Let the games begin. Thank you and happy clicksin. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me on Facebook or via email. All right, so that is all the information about the Clicks Cup. Wow, that's a lot. If you guys want to read through it yourselves, uh, just go ahead and, oh, of course, Matty G has, could the banquet have vegan options? Ha! But yeah, I mean, that's fair, I guess, whatever. Anyways, um, I just find it funny. Uh, alrighty then. So, Clicks Cup, man, pretty cool looking. Simeon, thoughts? <sighs> if it only wasn't in Florida, to be honest, because that's way... That's, like, yeah, that is I'm with you there. Way too far to drive. I've made that drive before, and I will not do it again. Like, I, I will not drive that again. Um, so that is definitely a flight which flights aren't terribly expensive. Um, so your minimum investment that you're looking at to play in all the events, get there. And this is assuming that uh, this is assuming like airplanes are still working and stuff. And you're not just like, that's not your like home state and you can just drive like sure. three hours or whatever. Um, minimum investment looking at, in my opinion, somewhere around, who I want to say like 800 bucks between if you're staying at the hotel, you're participating in every event and you're flying down there. It's going to be about 800 bucks. Uh, if you find cheaper, um, cheaper places to stay, uh, plus like the, um, I guess you could just Uber cause that's probably about the same as you're going to pay to park a vehicle and you, you'd have to rent a car if you're flying in anyhow. Um, if you're doing that, you know, that's going to knock a couple hundred off. But yeah, I mean, it's on the surface, amazing event. Um, if it wasn't so far away, I'd love to drive to it. I drove all the way to Ohio. That was like a 12 hour drive. I drove all the way there and back. Um, not the worst thing I've ever done as far as drives go. So if it was something like within 12 hours of me, it would be a no brainer. The fact that it's a flight, right? Plus one hundred thirty nine dollars a night to really get like my bang for the buck kind of thing, um, and I'm not gonna want to, you know, with the registrations and stuff being at like eight thirty, I'm not gonna want to have to get through traffic or get Ubers or you know whatever uh, every morning. Um, the hotel makes the most sense. Yeah, eight hundred bucks just seems like a lot. And I know everyone just got their stimulus checks, which I think Newmark was kind of banking on. He's like, oh, everyone's got their stimulus checks. I'll drop this. Ha ha. Uh, pretty crafty there. But I'm on to you. I'm, you're not I at feel all. Like David Newmark would be like, stimulus checks? What is that? Why do we need that for? <laughs> well, he doesn't have any about? income currently. Sorry, I don't, I don't think. Wanna... So uh, he's, he's definitely getting one. Um, 
<laughs> no, I have I have zero clue about David Newmark's life. Um, this is all conjecture. Uh, no, it, it's definitely going to be an awesome event. 120 player cap. It's definitely going to be the first major event that we've had since last year's Worlds. Um, and by last year's, I mean 2019 because 2020 just didn't happen in my chronology. So the, it's going to be the last or the first event, the first major in-person event since uh, last 2019 Worlds. Um, the one that mattered is what right. I mean by that. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be a great event. If you've got like the time and money, it's going to be awesome. It sounds real fun. Uh, there's plenty of prizing. There's plenty of stuff to be had. Uh, if you're just a casual player, you know, pay attention to it. Like, watch the events unfold. But I wouldn't waste the time and money if I was a casual dude to just go down there and uh, kind of have nothing to show for it at the end of the day. I mean, you do get to meet right. a ton of really cool people at these events. Uh, and by cool people, I mean cool by HeroClix standards. So, uh, right, keep that is important that in yeah. mind. Because <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, at best, you're gonna meet me. At worst, it's gonna be Chad Birdsall. He might be there, and uh, yeah, he'll right. probably that's tell you right. what happened in like Falcon Winter Soldier before you watch it. So, um, exactly. What a Gosh, terrible guy! You do that. Uh, yeah, I know, no, I, right? I mean, initial thoughts. It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I don't know if I'll make it. I don't know what. It's just too far out. July is a whole three months away. That's a lot of. Uh, I mean, things. It's, it's three months, months away, months. and then I'll say from tomorrow. You need to know whether or not you're gonna do it in two weeks, three weeks time. I, I mean, I think it's gonna sell out pretty quickly there's even with everything going on there's a lot of heroes players that want to play really badly so simeon is right it's going to be an expensive event it's going to be a, for us for if like we, we, we're gonna have to take a flight we're gonna to have to which sucks because literally earlier this year i was like well i gotta use up my flight credit and flew down to orlando and i still have some of that flight credit left but i'm like dang wow like i still had a great time on that trip but i was like come on seriously there's another like literally it's also orlando too uh it's gotta be kidding me but anyways it's gonna be a fun time you know pretty much probably simi and i are gonna be there um to be fair there's pretty solid chance you can make a little bit of your money back depending on how well you do in these events obviously if you win one of the events you're gonna get whatever a Brit, you know, a case, you know, you'd get a case, maybe $300, which is like crazy amount. But honestly, if, if this event is 100% a money sink, which for 110 people pretty much will be, you know, like pure money sink, it's going to be worth it. I mean, most events are anyways. I think it's just about fun. I love going to these. I love interacting with the HeroClix community. I love seeing people. I like playing games. Um, I don't like 300 Modern, but when 300 Modern brings everybody together, I love it. Huge fan, you know, and let's face it, we wouldn't have Worlds, Nationals, events like this if there wasn't like a 300 Modern at them. So like, that's the only time I like 300 Modern. That's because I get to go with my friends, get to hang out with everybody, I get to see people, get to talk about the show, get to talk about niche random hero click stuff. 
and it's awesome. So definitely try to go to this event. If it interests you, go to the events. I don't know how I will survive Florida weather in July. Um, probably never leaving the hotel. If the event center is connected to the hotel, then perfect. Awesome. Love that. Only going to be uncomfortable yeah. you gotta walking pray for rain. from the airplane. Because if it's not raining, yeah. then it's just so humid. It feels like you're constantly. wet constantly. It's, be humid. it's so bad. We're going to have to just. We're just going to have to wear our extreme rules clothes. That's just like, you're going to have to wear shorts, dude. Not even though I was going to say, your either. extreme rules like, clothes would work. Mine are. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you, you like wear that suit and everything. That'd be yeah. super hot. But for sure. I think, well, I think we should definitely wear extreme rules one of the days while we're there. That would be hilarious. That'd be a fun time. I might be able to get a tan. We might be able to get not farmer's tans while we're down there as well for the first time in our entire lives. That would be wild. No, I doubt I'll be going outside that much. I really doubt it. Anyways, uh, so that, that is the Clicks Cup. Let us know if you guys are excited for it. Let us know if you plan on going. Um, yeah, if me and Simeon go, then we're going to want to do teams. And unless uh, Devin, happy little here, Clicks, unless he's going, then we're definitely going to need a team member. So, uh, yeah, we'll stay, we'll stay in touch, ladies and gents. Adam Friedman, you can roll off on my team any day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just messing, Adam. Uh, he wouldn't want to be on a team with us anyway. No, he calculates uh, how good the player. He'd be is. like, "Do you understand this math meme?" And I'm like, "No, I have no so, no clue." He'd be like, "That's what I thought." Then walks away. Yeah. You're not smart enough. Anyways, let's go ahead and jump into community. There are dozens of us. Dozens. Really quickly, let's do a Jedi Legend tip of the week. You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. Hero Clicks tip of the week. Rules changes are afoot. Some powers like Empower have upped their game. So with, of course, they're no, no longer being perplexed to modify damage. Empower is huge. So he's going to name off some really good Empower figures to look out in the future. Uh, Namor may be your lead melee dude, but he'll boost any adjacent brawler on every turn. Stick is awesome. He's great solo support. He's just great. So Stick from Secret Wars Battleworld. And this is my favorite. He brings up a super good point with this one. Uh, dude, bring an army of 10-point Moloids. That's what I did in this last Make It Meta game, uh, which was round one with Noel. Had three Moloids on my team. Had a move up. They can sidestep. They can carry each other. Moloids are freaking dope. They just take turns sidestepping. You have three of them. They can always get to null. Most of the time, they can get to null. Um, and then he's punching for seven damage, which is just awesome. So I, I freaking love Moloids. So yeah, guys, think about Empower and Enhancement more just as powers in general. That's just something you need to be more aware of since Perplex, you can't just be like, boop, up damage, up damage, up damage. All right. We have some questions from our Discord. If you want to join our Discord, you can do so by joining our Patreon I just got brand new tokens. So we have Marquee of Death tokens. We have Unwanted Resurrection tokens for Old Man Phoenix. We have some Extreme Rules tokens, both my style and Simeon's style. And then on the reverse, they each have their uh, the Dial H Championship belt. And then we have a restock of Howdy Howdy Let's Get Rowdy tokens. So if you want to join our Patreon to get tokens, to get the Discord benefits, and to see our videos early, definitely think about joining our Patreon. Uh, link in the description below. So here are the questions. First of all, what fighting games would you want to see in Hero Clicks, and what kind of things do you think they should do with them? Simeon. So the only fighting game that I I'm like 
adequately aware of, I guess, um, that I think would actually make a good uh, Hero Clicks set would be the the fighting game. It's uh, called Primal Rage. So I don't know if you're aware of this, Calder. But you can turn I'm into not a aware monkey. of this, Simeon. All right. Okay. So well, I'll, go, I'll go into monkey. it a little bit. Uh, so Primal Rage, um, there's actually two fighting games that I really love. And it's both for the same reason. So there's the Power Stone, uh, the main game and the sequel, Power Stone 2, um, where it was kind of like you'd collect the Infinity Gems in Power Stone. And once you collected all three, you turned into like a super-powered version of yourself. So it was different than other fighting games. Like these stones were like hidden on the map, and it was a 3D map that you had to traverse to like get to them while fighting your opponent. And you didn't have to get the stones to win but it would let you unleash like these like super cool ultimate attack kind of things. And so Power Stone was really cool because um, you had like this ace pilot that would turn into basically Iron Man. You had this big like swarthy sea captain dude. I don't know exactly what his backstory was, but he turned into this giant rock dude slash Hulk dude because one of his like forms he could turn into like double the size of the map and just like roll around a lot of like really cool power-ups in that game i really wish they'd remake it but uh that would work for hero clicks there's just a ton of like shifting focus or uh what's the old mechanic the battlefield promotion kind of stuff that would make sense or like they could oh battle promotion yeah yeah uh and then in primal rage it was a different kind of style it was like the 2d fighting kind of style like mortal Kombat and whatever um but once like you got your your primal rage meter built up you could transform into your like inner inner spirit animal so that might be like a velociraptor or a giant ape or a cheetah or like whatever but you turn into this like giant animal monster thing and your opponent hopefully would still just be like their human form. So you would just like tear them up while you were monster form and they were human. Uh, but that one was pretty cool too. So I guess I just, I just really like fighting games with like the kind of shifting focus, but not so much shifting focus. Cause it's not, it's not the same power level. It's like a definitive increase in power level. So it's definitely more along the lines of uh, like battlefield promotion style things. But yeah, they could do a lot with those sets because not only do they have the main roster, but then they have their their better version, their more powerful version uh, that they could have as like the the rares, super rares, chases kind of stuff. Sure. Nice. My favorite fighting game of all time is Marvel vs. Capcom Three. Not going to talk about it because we already have a lot of those characters technically in Hero Clicks. Just quick shout out. I would love a Frank West and a Phoenix Wright so bad. Anyways, fighting games that I've been playing the most recently are just ones that I really enjoy. Um, I love PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Huge fan of it. Basically, what they did for when they got supers in that game was depending on how much damage you dealt, you would eventually be able and certain moves dealt certain damage. You didn't have a health bar or anything, but whatever anyways it made your meter go up and then you could do a super a super one a super two or a super three it's just kind of like when you get the smash ball in smash for all you normies out there that play smash uh the smash ball would have been like the super three in this game 
the super ones and twos would have been able to just kill the character. And then at the end of the time limit, you see who has the most kills. There's sudden deaths, whatever. I think PlayStation All-Stars just had a more fun way of doing it because you didn't fall off the stupid stage. That's not fun. It's not fun just falling off this void into the world. And it also makes no dang sense. So PlayStation All-Stars, to me, had better mechanics that way. Uh, so that gives us characters like Jack and Daxter, Sweet Tooth, uh, aka Needles Kane, uh, Raiden. It gives us Sackboy. It gives it gives me characters that I enjoy because I'm a PlayStation fan. It gives us Dante from Dante's Inferno, uh, the dude with the bear from Tekken. It's cool. So basically, like there was uh, for Sweet Tooth stuff. He his first special was very simple. It just did um, like you you kicked him and then it, you would explode. Then that would lose a life. His second special was a little bit better. He had like a rocket launcher or something. I don't remember. And then his third special, he was in his uh, his truck. And then he would shoot you up or something. So like it just got progressively easier to kill people with their with your specials as you got them better. They could all still just kill a person and do boom. You just got one kill up. That's good. But just they got easier the more you waited to use a special. So I think it's like saving up, like just give everybody tokens every time they hit with an attack. And then eventually you'll be able to like, boom, this would be perfect, like victory point, mission points. I mean, it's like, that's really cool. So PlayStation All-Stars and then uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Eyes of Heaven. This is like a duo. So you have to, you're just still one person playing, but you always have to have a partner with you. And certain partners do team up things called dual heat attacks. So if you play like uh, whatever, Jotaro Kujo and old Joseph Joestar, they would have a duo attack ability. Or if you play part two Joseph Joestar and part two Caesar, they would have a special ability together. You know, makes sense. So it's like, there's a lot of team ups. That would be like an ally maybe style ability or just like when they do team abilities, not team abilities, but traits where it's like Guy Gardner and Ice, where it's like when they're adjacent, they get plus one attack or something. So that's just a really cool, simple way to do like team ups and everything, which I really enjoy. So that's a fighting game I would like to see. Plus, you guys see JoJo stuff and fighting. So that's awesome. And one thing I like about this is me and Simeon are very cool and unique people. And we didn't say lame answers that the majority of you people would say, like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, and Smash Bros. Because that stuff's lame and overused. Also, real quick shout out to Shaq Fu, the greatest fighting game of all time. Sure would need a Shaq Fu Fast Forces or Starter set. Don't at me. Anyways. Uh, another Discord question we had was choose three sets for an update. This is not, you know, replace these figures in this set. This is just same figures in the set, but just modernize the dial. Simeon, why don't we just do a little back and forth choosing sets we think should have updates? Yeah, for sure. Um, my first one, I feel like it didn't ever hit the ground running when it first dropped, and that is the Incredible Hulk. Um, the Incredible Hulk, I mean, the character in comics is not my favorite character by any means, but he is, like, one of those, uh, like, internal struggle kind of characters that's just kind of interesting if written really well. And the set had some really solid uh, pieces. So it had the Weapon Swap Punisher. It had Man Wolf. Um, there was AIM Agents. There was, you know, plenty of, like, versions of the Hulk. Everything just seemed, and even, I mean, especially by today's standards, but even at the time, it just seemed really underwhelming. Uh, There's a few exceptions, but man, uh, the revert clicks were just like, seemed really bad to me. Like, ah, if I, you know, if I take enough damage, I can turn into a worse version of my top click. Um, 
with the addition of like stop clicks and just like the general power creep, I think there's a lot of room to work with that set. Uh, I think there's a lot of really good stuff in the set. Amadeus Cho was really good. I, yeah, there's, there's just like a ton of stuff that I think, uh, with the new, also, this was one of those sets where you had figures that were like 42 points, 53 points, you know, just random values, 128 for man beast, like not having round numbers really sucked trying to team build in these sets, uh, it added a layer of like think to it. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it's just being modernized, you know, if, uh, 003 aim agent only cost 20 points instead of 38, then all of a sudden you have a really solid perplex piece with an interesting mm. mechanic. Like, yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, the first set I want for remake, um, I'm just going to do like when you do a Marvel, I'll do a Marvel. I don't know if you chose Marvel DC other like I did, but anyways, uh, the OG Captain America set. This should come as a surprise to nobody. Uh, we got really cool figure choices in the OG Captain America set. All the chases are really cool. Uh, Ice Cap, Wolverine in the test tube. We got the Captain. We have, you know, whatever. Capel, Rajaz, all those guys need to be remade, lowered points, better stats, all that stuff. We got great super rares, like this awesome sculpt, Baron Strucker. All the super rares have great sculpts, actually. Modok, Baron Strucker, Squirrel Girl, Maelstrom, uh, you know, Red Skull, Baron Zemo. They all have awesome sculpts. They all deserve cool remakes. Plus, there's characters like Doorman, Mr. Immortal, Diamondback, Jack Flag, um, characters that need like updates like those guys, as well as Bucky is Captain America has not been made since fear itself. We really need a new Bucky is Captain America. There's just a ton of characters that were good. You know, there's shield generics, hydro generics. It's a really fun set. And even at the time, it didn't feel like that strong or that good of a set, which sucks. So like the Captain America set, the OG cap set needs it and update itself. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we definitely didn't get it with uh, Avengers Captain America whatever no we did not that was awful um yeah so my go-to dc set up until this wonder woman set was the superman wonder woman set because it has a lot of the deities um has like a lot of it's a lot of kryptonian kind of stuff but it has a lot of deities and then there's also just a ton of like i like really powerful dc stuff and we don't get that a ton it seems to be like the more uh like a street level kind of enemies and stuff. Um, but the Wonder Woman set kind of already eclipsed a lot of like the stuff that I would have wanted remade. Um, the like apocalypse uh, characters. Um, it'd be cool to get some new ones of those, but uh, my DC set that I'd really like to see remade is actually the one that I kind of hate the most because uh, I just, I don't know. I everything I pull from it just seemed bad. But uh Superman and the Legion of Superheroes. I really like the Legion. Uh the DC like future Legion uh what what's his name? Lobo makes like an appearance. Um I can't remember all like the Legion guys that were in there, the main dude. But there's a ton of like stuff to pull from. And man, Legion of Superheroes just really disappointed me and I was 
I was looking at Legion of Superheroes from like a 2016 perspective, looking backwards two years. So it was already kind of like aged a little bit. But other than like Dark Side and like uh, Toy Man, Toy Man's like the one that I really loved from the set. But other than like a few of the characters, it just seemed like a really big letdown to me. Um, Bizarro, I guess, was really good too. Um, but yeah, just again, there's a ton of characters in the set that just updated point costs and updated uh, stats would like really be able to put in work. Um, Timberwolf for 97 points. He does the same amount of stuff that like a 50 point character does nowadays. So he's almost double the point cost for half the stuff. Um, and I'm not saying that like he needs to be cut in half point wise, but uh, just updates on like his powers and abilities make him work a little bit better. Uh, the Legion ring was really cool. Um, if that was, I think at the time it was still relic roll. Yeah, it was still a three through six. So if that was updated to just be an equipable, uh, just like power action equip, it's a lot better. Um, still not like a, an amazing relic, but for five points, getting flight and, uh, having, uh, what is it? Legion defend toughness. Yeah. Pretty solid little, like, uh, equipment object um but yeah i really i actually really like the characters from the set and a lot of the sculpts it's just it hasn't aged well at all mm-hmm. it's, it's real bad yeah uh, and i'm hoping we get yeah. like we did with morgan lafay i'm i really hope we get an emerald empress uh oh wow Legacy, that would, yeah, be, legacy that would be good. Yeah. That would be really good. Yeah, that'd be gnarly. All right. My DC set uh, for choice, I had originally War of Light written down. I've crossed it off since then. Uh, but it's got to be Watchmen. I think this is what we need more than anything that needs an update. People freaking love the Watchmen. They, I don't know if it's a story. Obviously, I was going to say it will never not be relevant, but that's not true. Half the stuff we're talking about right now will not be relevant in like not a very long time. But the Watchmen is great. It's it and especially this set, it covers basically every character in the story, give or take some I don't remember or care about. But we get quite a few. I mean, if we include the fast forces, then we can get a specific, you know, comedian as the normal government, whatever comedian we can get a specific Vietnam comedian. And then we get a uh, riot comedian and night owl, which is great. Comedians who I care about the most in Watchmen, this character I like the most. But then we get the original Minutemen, which they can give better justice to now if we use some of the before Watchmen and some of the uh, Watchmen TV show for understanding of how like some of the Minutemen were. So, like that's really cool. And then we can you know move on to getting just better versions of Doctor Manhattan, the original Silk Spectre, Rorschach, Ozymandias, all that stuff would just be great. I think a Watchmen updated set. It would just be so hot. It'd be so awesome. And make it a gravity feed instead. And then, boom, perfect set. And then just yeah. make uh, not all the duos chases, but like make one or two of the duos chases or something. Make it a gravity feed set. I think that'd be yeah, great. Yeah, and I I really sincerely hope they didn't miss the boat with the Watchmen, uh, the new Watchmen series. I hope that that's like still hot enough that it's like a twinkle in WizKid's eyes because 
I mean, it, it, they also started doing the Doomsday Clock uh, storyline only a few years ago in DC Comics. Right. So it's, it's not like it's not comic relevant as well, but uh, yeah, getting a new Watchmen set period would be awesome. But yeah, this one for sure. If you're a fan, if you only watched the movie and you were like a big fan of just the movie, this set is awesome for just that. Um, if you like read the graphic novel and you know um, you follow up with like all of this, like all of the new stuff. I haven't followed like Doomsday Clock, but uh, there's still really solid stuff in there for even like a somebody that like wants more than just like what the movie had to offer. So that's a really solid one. All right. Absolutely. Now, indie set. I feel like I I might know what Calder's going to say. So I'm going to let him, I'm going to let Calder go first because I don't want to take okay. his. I, I, I don't think there's a, a chance in heck you know what I'm going to say. I don't my, know. My guess for what, what you think I'll say is like it's either uh kickers or uh whatever um street fighter those are the two i think you think i'm gonna say no, the one i am was... gonna say is yeah. the san diego comic-con starter pack oh okay. that's no. what i to make of. not in a hundred years so... would i have guessed that. <laughs> what did you what did you think it was gonna be i thought you were gonna say Yu-Gi-Oh rest in peace Oh uh, no, I do I do really like that. I didn't even think about it. That would be a great update. But I, I honestly didn't even buy any of that set when it came out. I just bought skeletons, zombies, stuff like that, secondary market. Um no, I chose San Diego Comic Con mostly because we need a better point costed Joss Whedon and then a you know, a better Stanley. Like those ones for sure. Um sadly we just happen to get Harry Knowles lumped in with that. We can just not remake him, to be honest with you. Um, the other guy, Morgan Spurlock, whatever, supersized me. I actually thought his figure was really fun. The arguing about a price of a figure is is a cute little mechanic. I think that's really cool. Um, but mostly, I just think, like, just Josh Whedon is straight trash. 240 points, straight garbage. Terrible. Um, and then we just need, like, a really cool Stanley, you know? I, I still like that Stanley. He's still really fun. But we should just we should get a, a Stanley that's just really dope, you know, for sure. But, yeah. Simeon, what was your, what was your choice for Indy? Well, so I I had Rest in Peace down as like my main indie because uh, that was just like that's my go-to. I really love generics, and that set was ninety-nine percent generics in my opinion. There's nothing in that set that you couldn't play in multiples and like feel weird about. Um, it's hard to say. Like most of the indie sets had their time as like when they were popular. Like Street Fighter seems like a weird pick. Halo. Gears of War, uh, a lot of the Star Treks seem like a weird pick, and honestly, the two that are still currently modern are pretty solid. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh, I guess the people still play that. Uh, I don't know if those figures are outdated or not, as far as like what's currently in like the Yu-Gi-Oh. They were kind of outdated when they, when they came out. Yeah, probably. Oh, I meant just like um, they were just they were bad dials when they came out. But oh I think no, no. The I mean, like Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. Yeah, like I don't know. Blue Eyes, White Dragon, Kurabos, Flame Swordsman, Black Skulls, like all that stuff. Yeah. You could probably, as long as it's classic stuff and enough people are like nostalgic for it from like at least a TV show or something, I think you should be fine. I feel like Yu Gi Oh! 2 was like more, 
I don't know how many people were like, oh, I really need to Cobra Man Sakuzi in my deck because that's a right. card that I definitely want to play. Or like, I really need Little Red Riding Hood or Electric Lizard. I have no idea. Maybe those were actually like really popular cards. Don't hate on Electric Lizard. It seems like they might not have been. I think Four Star Lady. <laughs> Don't hate on Balloon Lizard. Lizard. That's my real favorite. Yeah. What a terrible 60 point beat. Like all of these are so bloated and terrible in point cost. But like. Yeah. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. could. So yeah. I, I guess that'll be my pick because I truly like the mechanics that Yu-Gi-Oh introduced. Um, the first set being like the standout, it just had the most figures out of all of them. And just, I, I don't know. I really liked the spell and trap mechanic that they had. It just didn't work very well. Um, and it was like way too long and complicated to explain to your opponent. Like, oh, I'm playing mystical elf, but I'm playing it with like, you know, the trap or whatever, you know, um, but the, mm, the sculpts sure. were all really cool. So, like, I collected a lot of them because I really like just generic-looking soldier man. You know, the the blade knight who has just, like, a shield and a sword. But other than that, like, he's fairly nondescript as far as I'm concerned. So he's, like, a great figure if I ever want to use it for something else. So, yeah, I'd, I'd really like a update to those three sets. Uh, Battle of the Millennium you can leave out. I don't really care. Um... Exodia is still good in my opinion. Uh, but yeah. They should make an Exodia the same way they made the Hulkbuster from Nick Fury, where you actually have to like build him, put his pieces together. Because like that's what Exodia is. You know? No, no. He just sits in his starting area for like multiple turns until he's released. That's what he is. I don't know what you're talking about. No, 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 no. You don't have to put them together. You just have to break the bonds and the whole time your opponent can't do anything. And then you blast him 13 for six. Uh, that is what Exodia is as far as I'm concerned. Uh-huh. Thank you, Simeon. Thank you. I mean, that's how he plays. Don't get me wrong. That's definitely how this Exodia plays. Uh, it's not how he should be. Not how he should be. Anyways, those were all the questions we got this week. Like we said, guys, if you want to send us questions, you can either do it on our Discord, you can message us on Facebook, message us on Twitter, or email us at dialageforheroclips at gmail.com. If you guys want to see cool, fun YouTube videos on our YouTube channel, we do new rules games every single Thursday, and for the most part, and we do fun skits and whatever stuff that I can think of. We do unboxings. Check it out on YouTube at Dial H for Hero Clicks. Uh, growing our YouTube really helps. That's where we get to have more fun creatively. Creatively. Goodness gracious. Um, and you get to see our beautiful faces. That's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so I basically did all of our plugs right there. Simeon, why don't you go ahead and read us out of here and we're done with the show. Yeah, with that, Dial H is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day. From latest hero click singles and sealed products. And also you can find uh, boxes to store them in. You can find card sleeves if that's your thing. Uh, you can play a different game if you're listening to two hours of this and you're like, yeah, I, I'm done. I want to play Magic. They've got that too. So check them out. Use code DIAL5 to get 5% off. Uh, if it's a single, you're probably getting more off already. But uh, if it's not, if it's a sealed product... Dial 5 will save you 5%. So, yeah. And as always, don't spoil the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Please. Chad. Chad. <laughs>
my, 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 my,